Hello and welcome to For What It's Worth. This is episode three of season two, Baby Furs. I'm Elias. And this is Rue. And we're the hosts of For, For What, what it's, it's Worth. So, like we said, today we're going to be talking about baby furs. Yep, and we have two guests with us uh, to help us discuss that. <laughs> we have uh, Tugs. Hi. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready. I was, I'm not ready to eat the microphone yet. There we go. All right. Hi, world. And we have... Oh, James. Sorry. <laughs> this is getting off to a great start. Obviously, fantastic. Great James, a.k.a. Inkbox. Woo! So that means that we have two foxes for this episode. Oh, God. You Yay. know what's going to happen? What? Sex. Just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> foxes got to stick together in more ways than one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so try not to be too bad, you two. So we're talking about two things. You know, we have foxes here and baby furs. What's going to happen? Like oh, the God. world's just going to explode. Probably. I, I don't know. We have two sticky creatures, so... What? You're so racist. Sounds like they need a bath. They do. So, what have you been up to? Uh, not much. We just got back from a UFF meet. Well, not just get back, but that was yesterday. And it was fun. I wasn't asking you. I was oh. asking our guests. <laughs> well, maybe you should look at them when you ask them a question. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> true. Because I wasn't even listening. <laughs> What, what what are we doing right now? We got back from breakfast. I'm full. I'm very full. I'm having tea. It's good tea. You should make us tea after the podcast. I might. All right. That'd that's be good. nice. We, we've recently got into drinking tea, and um, we go to this place called Tea Ivana. It is amazing. It's also the most... For free? Yeah. Oh. Free plus. You should, like, charge them for that, you know? Huh, whatever. Uh, yeah. Well, like, it's the most expensive tea that I've ever seen, because, like, Walmart, you can get little tea bags for 10 bucks. But those are crap. Those are crap, but Tivana, you know, Tivana, good tea, but, like, for a pound of tea, it's, like, 70 bucks. It's, like, ouch. It's good. It's it is it. good. It, it, it is worth it. Um, but then again, you know, every time I go to tea, you know, I could just go to Tivana and be like, I want tea, and go there and get some of their free samples. What's your guys' interests? What do you like to do? Oh, wait, but this is supposed to be clean. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I like to play video games. I like to hang out with friends. I like to not feel self-conscious for podcasts. I'm not doing a very good job with that one. What what video games have you been recently playing? (laughs) Pinball, believe it or not. Uh, That's what I'm into lately, pinball. And then there's the new uh, Mortal Kombat for the Vita, which is way good. Way good. Awesome. What have you been up to, James? Um... Video games and work, that's basically my life. That's about it. I'm not any part of his life <laughs> at all. We're together, by the way, people. <laughs> None whatsoever. Um, my yeah. current big game right now is Battlefield, obviously. Big problems with that. <laughs> yeah, we've heard. We've heard. Oh, no. <laughs> what have you been saying, Tugs? I, I can't tell you on this clean <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's oh my gosh. clean, clean podcast. We, we've been playing... playing um, Diablo. Diablo 2. That's yep, what we've Diablo been playing two. lately. Speaking I'm trying to get ready to, for Diablo 3 to yeah, come out. Yeah, I was going to ask, yeah. how are you guys? Is the excitement level up there for but, yeah, Diablo Yeah, it's 3? pretty up there. Yeah. yeah. Is it coming on consoles this time? Yes. Oh I God. believe it's Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 plus PC. So. Wow. So we plugged, really? we plugged consoles but PlayStation and 3 is going to be... I mean, not PlayStation 3. Ah, PC. Wow. PC's PC is going to be the first one. 
Yes, and that's supposed to be this month, I it's believe. It's also going to come out from Mac. Well, what's, it, what's a Mac? You, no one can hear the Mac, golf clap, it's the but thing. it's there. <laughs> you just offended like half the well, audience. Just <laughs> it's the same thing. You know, there's no difference between the two. It's still a computer. There isn't. Personal <laughs> computer. And even if it didn't. And you just made the other half the crowd angry. I know. First, we make the, the Mac fans angry, and now we're making the PC fans angry. So, well, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter. I have Windows installed on my Mac, so. But you don't. So if it's Windows so only, you're going to In other words, you, you get the best of both worlds. I do get the best of both worlds. Should we like start singing? You get got the, the best, best of both worlds. And the eye rolling was listen, immense. I can't believe people listen to this crap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what's your Montana? Montana? What, wait, how, what's your what's the audience right now? We're, we're not gonna everyone in the world at the same time. Oh, it's a secret. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We have a lot of people that listen. The whole internet. The yeah. whole internet. The whole we, internet. Every furry listens to this podcast. So, you really? Know, here, here's the thing. What we kind of <laughs> did is uh, our podcast is kind of like the puppet master. And so, like, we can, like, make them listen. Are you talking about the movie? No, Heroes. You're just... Puppet master. You know what? Nobody is li- watching Heroes right now, so they don't Wait, get any of your are they Heroes. Still doing Heroes? Yeah, Heroes was, like, ten years yes, ago. Yes, but I started watching the no. series. But they're on Netflix now, so therefore it how, comes back. It's really seasons? good until like what the third or fourth season, and then it just fell apart. I don't even know how many seasons did they do. It got four four seasons. Really? So it was four like seasons. two thirds of the way, and then it was just all. So nah. Well, first season was really good. Second season and the ending. And I, I'm gonna season. okay. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Claire jumps off of a, a Ferris wheel to show the world that there are heroes out there. There we go. That's hot. the end of season four. You know, I can't watch that show <laughs> because because Claire is Hayden, whatever her name is, right? You know, the cheer, cheerleader, you know, yeah, save the yeah. cheerleaders. No, yeah. the world. I watched that and I'm like, Kyrie is in this TV show and she doesn't look at all like I remember. Well, that and Sidler, he was in Star Trek, so. Yeah, but that was after the fact. She yeah. was doing Kyrie before the show. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, I watched Star Trek and I was like, that's Sidler. Oh. Wait, who's Sidler? The guy who in Star Trek? What? He's a... Uh, Spock, is Spock. He's Spock? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he's Spock. Zachary huh. Quinto? Yeah. Interesting. Didn't know that. Da-da-dum. Wait, are we talking about the new Star Wars movie? Or like the old... No, sorry. Star Wars? Star, Star Trek. Star Trek. You, you need I, to get... You just offended our other half of our audience. Somebody can't do math here. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. At least at one point we've offended... At least one per I mean every furry that's out yeah. there. So we tend to do that a lot. Hey, that's okay. Yeah. So I think it's about ready to move on to our segments. Yeah, but I think ahead. that you should start us off. Um being voluntold when you can't edit is the best. Thrown under the bus. <laughs> you go first. Okay. I'm going to give you the honors to go first. That's okay. I'm happy to go first. Wait, you only eat part of the cookie? Is that how that works? I'm eating all the cookie. Oh. Everybody knows what time it is. You have to eat all of the cookie before you can read your fortune. All at the same time. Come on, put it in your mouth. People pay me to hear me crunch on cookies. Come on. I know you have a bigger mouth than that. Oh, shut up. (laughs) The fox factor is rising. (laughs) Do you want some? No, I'd never want a fortune cookie again. And why Ever. Is that? Ever. Because I think you made me eat 2,000 of those at, for Idaho, and I'm done with cookies forever. Fortune cookies, that is. 
Tugs was one of our helpers at Far Idaho. That that was I mean that was your bitch. He was the one that drove. You the liked shark. it though. I did. I did. Something witty. So this is the fortune for today. When you squeeze an orange, orange juice comes out. Because that's what's inside. Is that Wikipedia fortune cookie or is that fortune cookie? No, that's a fortune cookie right here. Let me see that. You can't be serious. This doesn't even have two sides to it. What's the numbers? This is not what that said. (laughs) Where are you getting that from? Are you, is it on your laptop? You can read it if you want. So we've just discovered that the cookie segment is a sham. (laughs) <laughs> what? Oh. No. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, for for Idaho, it was lots of cookies. How how much did that cost? By uh, fifty dollars for five hundred. But that was the last one. <gasps> really? They're yeah. gone, gone. Yeah, they're so gone, there, gone. Is, Does that mean that oh, there's not going to be more? I really wish we had that soundboard now. <laughs> with the hallelujah chorus. Is, is this going to be the end of the cookie segment then? No, no. I'm going to go buy more. I'm trying to find out if I can get some misfortune cookies for you guys sometime. No. But the fortune for this week is when you squeeze an orange, orange juice comes out because that is what's inside. I would hate with to, the cookie in bed. I'd hate to see what comes out when you squeeze a fox. The same stuff. Orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's about four or five jokes that were not said at that time <laughs> for a particular reason. I just swallowed all those jokes. Mm. <laughs> That's more than one thing you've swallowed. <laughs> so let's see. <laughs> I have no wit. When I'm on the spot, I've learned. This is a learning experience. I'm going to talk about our little suiting adventure that we had yesterday. Um, we went out suiting down at Liberty Park for the UFF meet, which is the Utah Furry Forum. And um, it's a, a local furry group that we have here in Utah. It's in California. It's in California. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we went to Liberty Park. We had lots of fun. Um, some fur shooters showed up. We played around with some of the kids that were there. We sat up on top of this hill. And just sat there with all the fursuiters in kind of like a row. And like all these people came by and like took pictures with us. And stuff I, uh, like I stole JH's Nerf gun and shot people with it. I went around and, um, yeah, I taught children how to fetch again. Yeah, I saw that. That was no, pretty fun. Uh, That's a good trick for kids. About halfway. Yeah. Like my tail's so huge that it drags, you know, it'll touch the ground. Uh, and so, you, you know, usually, you know, in places where I don't want it touching the ground, I have to hold it. Probably about like... Maybe 10 minutes in, I'm like, fuck this. I'm tired of holding it. So I let it go. Just like, whatever. I get back. Car, I'm getting out. And I do my first suit. No grass stains. I'm like, yay. But it's dusty as hell. You pat it down. It's like, dust. It's because we're in the desert. Yeah. But it's all clean now. Yeah. So it was lots of fun. We drank lots of water. That's a good tip for you guys. Once again, make sure that you drink water like you heard my rant from last time of... You know, making sure that you take care of yourself when you're in fursuit. Um, awesome but that's pretty much all that I really had this this time around. Well, that's pretty much a cop out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you're so nice to each other. <laughs> well, um, 
I'm going to talk about uh, Diablo. Some more. Some more. Nobody wants to hear about Diablo. Have you guys uh, checked out the videos that another plug? This is just the show plugs, but IGN has on uh, the different character classes and their abilities and stuff like the further look at. Uh, I am I haven't up- looked at that yet, but I've been wanting to uh, find something like that. So I I'll am, have to check it out. I am absolutely upset over it because they didn't carry on the druid. Oh, you mean from... Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of 2. I mean, Honestly, I, I felt that 2 took too long to make from 1, and it didn't look that much better than 1. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. I have fun playing it, and it was... And it was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Um, and uh, I don't know. I was hearing people breathe in the mic. It's because we like you. You're getting us hot and heavy. <sighs> um, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's been... Luke, I'm your father. It's been really fun. And um, I just... Uh, I don't know. I've been playing Druid. And um, I'll like summon like a grizzly bear now. I'm like over level 30. And the grizzly bear has like over 2,000 health. Because so, they're bears, they're awesome. Yeah, like I'll go and summon it, and then an hour later, after being like mauled by like like a hundred different creatures, he's still alive with three fourths of his health. I'm like, damn! Um, I could only summon one of them. Could you imagine three grizzly bears? Uh, but no, like I can summon a grizzly bear, and as he's like attracting everyone, I can summon into like my werebear form and triple my attack, triple my health, triple my defense, like triple everything, and just go slap people. And like two slaps on the monster will obliterate them. So, is there still a big Diablo 2 online community that's still going right now? Or uh, I have no clue. Just me and Ru have been playing at our house. <laughs> yeah. we just so it's a community of two. Community, community of two, of two people have been playing. You, now, is that just open online, or do you guys have to choose no, to be online? No, we're, we're playing just our little LAN, LAN party ah, between each other. We just want to get through it, the, the second one, um, before Diablo 3 comes out. So Yeah, and we only have two more missions till we go through the expansion. Probably by the time we beat it, Diablo 3 will be out. We'll buy Diablo 3. And then... You do realize that that's coming out this month, right? Yes. Yep. Oh, God. On the 15th, I believe. Yep. Oh, there 15th. goes the rest of the month. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the Twitter is going to explode with, oh, my God, I just did this on Diablo. Tweetgasms. Yep. Tweetgasms. Well, I think that that's, that's good enough for Diablo. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying this. I can poke fun all day. <laughs> Well, we should go to a musical break. Well, and why? And then we'll come back. We should just dick around us some more. Dick around? Dick around. Okay. Well, we should go on a musical is rising. break. <laughs> what? The Fox Factor is rising more. That's all we do is dick around. That's right. You know what's funny is foxes don't really even... I, I don't know very many... I, I don't know. The foxes that I've brought up... I mean, not brought up, but I've gotten <laughs> to know... Um, <laughs> How many foxes have you brought this up? Is not working. <laughs> really? You've given birth to foxes? Anyways, I I don't know very many foxes that bring up a whole bunch of different sexual things. It's usually all the other creatures talking about foxes. No, it's it, that's like saying silly putty doesn't make itself into different shapes than other people do. It doesn't matter. You're silly putty. You just do it. That's <laughs> 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 true. I like that. I'm getting. It's a I'm good analogy. Looks. That's good. That's good. I like the fact that silly putty bounces. 
Foxes, so foxes. are like silly putty. They're stretchy. <laughs> that too. Oh God. <laughs> so now the episode is about foxes. <laughs> well, also I know one. People, like copy words like silly putty. Like oh, yeah. Putting on newspaper. Yeah. Getting the ink smeared on silly putty. That's not, you're not getting ink smeared all over you. You're getting other stuff smeared all over you. Yeah, he's getting ink smeared all over him. Oh, I'm yeah. gesturing wow. to ink here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're welcome. That was. We're giving each other sexual eyes. I'm glad that there's that explicit hey. icon for this podcast. <laughs> so much for family well, friendly today. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's the, that's the reason why we have it, the explicit. I mean, sometimes we'll have like a really, really clean episode, and other times we'll have whatever. This episode? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so we can do whatever we want, really. So, we should go to musical break. Um, sure. This this episode song is Truxton. Hell ha- fire hounds invade the earth. How, See you. How appropriate. Uh, bye. What? <laughs> 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 Smack me again and I can't believe it's true. Smashing the opponent. Was not my intention to do, neither did you. Neither did you. Neither did you. I'll see such an outcome to the unnecessary ending. I wish I could retrace all my steps and erase my mistakes. With you, with you, with you, with you. Run, run, run through the city of the future. Think run again with the bad hopes.
and was... welcome back. <laughs> no, I'm supposed to say welcome back. Well, say welcome back then. Welcome back. Aren't the guests supposed to say welcome back? Yeah, go well, ahead. Say welcome back. Welcome back. And welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, it's a confident one? Welcome back. <laughs> no, we, we should no, do some sort of... is, is Welcome back. What is that, George Decay? Sure. Welcome back. This has been the longest welcome I've ever heard on a podcast. <laughs> this is what happens when you do it for free. Mm. Free podcast. Free, Yum. free, free, free. So today we are talking about baby first. Yep. And uh, our guest here, we have Tugsy, who is As a baby. It's actually just Tugs, just so you know. Tugs. That's, yeah. Yeah. But, but Tugsy our, is what it is on Twitter. He's our residential yeah. baby fur. I am? Yes, yeah. you are. Okay. I guess I live here, so I am the residential <laughs> baby. Well, okay, one of them. local baby fur. There we go. A local baby fur. And then we have Ink Fox, who's the uh, person who lives here that's not a baby fur. He's and also he's, my husband. Yeah. yeah but I'm, he's surrounded by baby furs. The whole house is baby furs, except for me. So he's like the caregiver. No. No? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no way. No. Daddy, so I'm hungry. Uh, go get yourself some Actually, food. it's more like, I want this iPad or something. Yeah. It's it's, you go to Best Buy and they find the most expensive things that they can and they give you sad puppy it's, dog it's, eyes look. It's not that the toys go away. They just become far more expensive and sophisticated. It's really what it is. Is that? Yeah, Toys R Us for Baby Furs is Best Buy for, well, not all of them, but a lot of them. I don't think you need to be a baby fur to like be like, oh my God, Best Buy. Yeah. No, but it's the way you ask for it. You come up to them with big puppy eyes and go, I want this. Give it to me. Do I do that, Rue? Yes. We saw this at yes. the store today. Well, no, typically I'll be like, Rue, can I buy this? And he will use his own money, but he asks me because he knows that I'll get angry at him if he buys something <laughs> that is extremely expensive. And then the next next time we go out to eat, he's like, oh, well, you're going to pay for my bill. That is the best <laughs> well, part. Well, no, he never dating. asks to pay for my bill. He's just more or less, oh, well, we can't go out because I don't have any money. And then I'm like, well, I want to go out and eat. And... This is a very, very familiar story. Tugs <laughs> and I are exchanging And so looks. I end up having to pay anything. for him as well. But I always pay you back. Yes, you do. But In, in money? In money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would he be paying me back Sexual with? Sexual Fox dollars. Fox dollars. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you're gonna accept that currency, I'll just start paying you back in Fox dollars. How about this? You pay for my meals from now on, and I will be locked up. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, we're the two foxes here. Fox dollars. I, I kind of want to see it explode. I want to see some sort of online internet <laughs> awesome currency. Furry currency. Fox, currency. Dollars. Fox dollar. Do it. Make it happen. Ha- Twitter. Hashtag Fox dollar. Let's make it the top tweeted whatever Let, for five see, seconds. Let's see some uh, Photoshop pictures, too. I kind of you guys know Photoshop. Yeah. I don't know. who. How, do you guys want to do emails? Uh yeah, uh, the one email we have. What? <laughs> we we will be doing emails in one moment. Okay. What, no, what no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking do? about sending in the, the, oh, the Fox Dollar oh, Photoshop. The Fox dollars. Oh. Um, sure. Let's make this a contest with no prize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love those. Hey, there, there's going to be respect and mention on the next podcast. Hey, and you you'll be winner. on the website. Yes, we'll awesome. put you on the website under our photo gallery once I actually figure out how to do that because every photo gallery thing that I put on there breaks the website completely. 
<laughs> Yay. <laughs> I upload a photo, you know, photo gallery plugin and I go to a website and it's just white. It's like, yay, okay. Have to call up my service pro. And I was like, hey, uh, I'm having issues. Can you go fix it? Because not even the FTP access would work at that point. I'm like, wow. A single WordPress plugin just broke the functionality of my entire website. So anyways, if you guys want to design a Fox dollar... You're more than welcome to send just that to a Fox dollar. Are we oh. going to do multiple uh, denominations? I think we should have the same as U.S. currency. No, just just do a Fox dollar for it. Let's not just a Fox dollar. Oh, There's okay. no limitations. It can be dirty. Well, actually, no. If we're going to put it on a website, it has to be clean. Sorry. We'll, we'll, it can be risque. It can be risque. Okay. All right. <laughs> but no, no penis or vagina or boobs. What if it's like a tentacle penis? And <laughs> Tentacle boobs. I'm eating this microphone no, here. No, mm. no, not none of that. Well, so no tentacles either. All no. right, and you can send them into cast that for what it's worth. He didn't say ball sack. Those are okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna read um, what a baby fur is. A baby fur is a member of the furry fandom who role plays younger children. Characters. Characters. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, it does say characters. Wow. I'll tell you what. Go ahead and read the rest, Tugs. Oh, okay. Rue can't read. No, he can't. All right. I'm going to start over, actually. A baby fur is a member of the furry fandom who enjoys role-playing younger characters. They may also be an adult baby and or diaper lover, collectively known as ABDLs, who, or is otherwise involved in infantilism. There's many ways to say that word. That's how I say it. There are many different types of furs in the baby fur community, each focusing on different aspects and roles. Like furry in general, the baby fur subculture involves a good amount of role-playing, either light or heavy, both online and the real world. That's all I'm reading. That's a lot. Uh, okay. The community has been growing more and more popular since mid to late 90s. While the community itself is still part of the furry fandom as a whole, it is large enough to present sufficient leaders, politics, and drama to give the community a nearly independent feel to it. Role-playing baby furs will often take on the role of a furry character in his or her infancy, infancy or childhood. Common role-playing themes include cute clothing, onesies, footy pajamas, overalls, diapers, and a child's environment such as a nursery or daycare center, complete with cribs, high chairs, and a babyish decor. A few baby, baby furs lucky enough to afford the privacy and devotion will set up adult nurseries and role-play as children in real life. A sexual subset of this type of role-playing is known as age play. Do you guys agree with that stuff? Yeah. Stuff? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It actually is probably the most accurate description I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah they I, did a really good job. I was really reading through it, and they did a really good job. Whoever did the stereotype one needs to be shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wikifer is open to like everyone to edit, just like Wikipedia, right? But, and, I'm, and I'm not looking at the history, but I know that the Baby Fur Live Journal community did at one point kind of look at this and... Talk about it, but I don't know whatever happened to it. Uh, did you uh, did you listen to our stereotype episode? We were reading off the wiki for on stereotypes. No, it was like it was like 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 some listeners like furries are fat, furries are skinny. What? Yeah, it had those furries are young, furries are old. It's like. That sounds like like the electric company wrote a page on wiki for. <laughs> yeah, it was just like. Okay, so by your stereotypes, furries include everyone. Yay. And then there's like furries um, don't have children and when they're coupled up. But if they do have children, then their children are brats. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> I've actually known second and third generation furries. 
Yeah. Sure. Are, um, are they brats? Huh? Are they brats? No, no. They do definitely have a different worldview. Yeah. Um, I know if me and Rue ever have a child, we're going to raise them in the furry fandom. I, you know the amount of hate mail you just got went through the roof right now. Okay. Someone just pounded their precious Ikea desk. <laughs> what? Ikea. Now angry What's that. wrong with raising children in the fandom? I don't know. Ask the guy who hit his desk. <laughs> okay, guy who hits... Tell us what's wrong with raising a child in the fandom. You know, if I said cheese, somebody would get offended. Cheese? Do you guys? How much hate mail do you get? This we is not get, at all related actually, to the subject. But we actually get no hate mail. Okay. Well, this will be your first episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm fine with getting hate mail. <laughs> and delete. <laughs> um, all right. So continue on. Um, uh, terminology. Baby fur roles. There are a few subgroups within the baby fur community which are often described with the following terminology. Baby fur. Used to describe the group as a whole. However, specifically, it refers to someone who role plays as younger characters up to the human equivalent of toddler age. Baby paraphernalia is likely to be involved for this group, and role play speech is often in gibberish or very basic speech. Goo goo gaga. Oh. Wait. Oh, <laughs> so let's, let's talk about that. So, how does a baby fur talk? I. You know, it varies. I don't, in my experience, see a lot of that kind of talk. Like, you'll hear, like, cutesy voice. But, like, but you, yeah, you don't see that. I mean, I, I've seen it, but those are usually the outliers in my experience. Mm-hmm. And not so much, like, everyday type things. You might slip a word in here or there, but... Yeah. The, the thing about it is it goes to the underlying factor of most baby fears like to be mentally stimulated and engaged. Otherwise, they're just bored. I mean, you still have an adult brain. Yeah. And uh, and so you will, you won't necessarily always change your language. I mean, you do sometimes if you're really in headspace, you will. Um, but day to day, not so much from what I've seen. Would you say something like? No, I'm just gonna throw out a made up term here, but like little speak. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where you kind of use? I'm sorry. You do stuff like that, yeah. but yeah, like yeah. it's not every sentence. Yeah. Also, it's really annoying to other people who don't get into that. Try yep. to talk to them. Definitely. <laughs> it's annoying. Well, no, to me, like, I've had people comment on my FA page, and they leave this comment, and I delete it, because I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't want to spend 20 minutes figuring it out. Sorry, I appreciate the time that you took, but I don't I don't want to decode your, your Egyptian speak on my page. I think I'm going to just comment on your FA and write it in completely leet. That's okay, because I can still read it, because it looks like the letters. But when you put W's for O's and Q's and Z's and things, it just doesn't work. Why would you put W for Q's? I'm being silly. Yes, you are. All right. Uh, Little fur, or, you know, lil fur, or little fur, or kid fur. This is a person who role plays as a child character. Characters identify as little furs tend to be between their toddler and teenagers. Diapers and other baby paraphilia... Uh, paraphernalia may or may not be involved. Role-playing speech is usually more refined at this point, but still somewhat juvenile. And this is where we're at, Rue. Yeah, I would have to say that I'm more of a kid fur. Yeah, me too. So I'm more of just fun-loving, having fun, but I'm not really into... I have to say I'm not really into the baby paraphernalia, Mm, and I'm really not into, like, you know, diapers and different things like that. Yeah. I'm just into the just going out, having fun. And you do have little, I'm like you do have little speak online. Yeah. Online you do. I, I 
do. Very much so. But it's not an everyday thing, right? It's like a it's a spice, not the main course. No, every t- yeah, it pretty he much all, always online. He does little speak, at least to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see this now. <laughs> but um, time and place. But in person, he usually is just you know normal. But uh, um, what do you think about baby paraphernalia? You too. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm letting my husband fill this one. I'm just gonna say this. Uh, Tugs did have a crib. Uh, I did no. You, okay, you still do, but it's not hooked up or connected or installed or what? What do it's in do? storage? It's in storage. So I don't know. But uh, getting in and out of that thing, Tugs is a much taller person than I am. So so the rest of the world who can't see you, that's true. I'm six foot seven, and the and it's proportionally sized to me. Yes, <laughs> which means that it's gonna be on like world's biggest fixes. <laughs> so so getting in and out of it was a trial let's just say that i think i sacrificed a left or right nut i haven't decided which one at this point getting in and out of that thing so um no i mean there's uh, with the little the baby paraphernalia i don't know there, it is there but it doesn't bother me at all i don't know so what all baby paraphernalia are you interested in? We have the crib. <laughs> I don't, you know, I haven't used the crib for a long time. Um, it's cumbersome, and it's okay if you're really going to go into, like, a good role-play scene. Um, but it's not it's, – it's cumbersome. I know I have friends that have a whole setup, a room like that, and cool. Uh, one of my best friends has a crib that he sleeps in every night, so cool. that's all right, but – um, otherwise, it's more room decor. It's creating an environment versus having an actual hands-on interactive object for me. So I have a question for you, Tugs. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the difference between baby first and, and kid first? You know, is there a difference? Do you consider that there's a difference? Yeah. Uh, it's they, There's overlap. In terminology, though, baby for... I, see, I don't know if necessarily if I personally agree with this definition section on the page uh because baby fur in, in practice basically means i do the age play thing but i wear diapers where kid fur means i don't necessarily use the diapers but i may use some of the same things like race cars or whatever kids play with hot wheels same saturday morning cartoons cereal those kinds of things but the definitive thing is it comes down to the diaper in in common usage and so no i don't really think they're the same I mean, they're they're similar though, and we get along just fine. Yay! So. All right. Next definition is a diaper fur. This is a person who role plays as an adult character who still requires or chooses to wear diapers. Role played speech and actions are consistent with an adult. The person may also role play as an adult character who has uh, has mentally regressed back to a younger state, but still has an adult physical form. This reminds me in this one episode of Heroes. Hero <laughs> is, re- is regressed to a mental state of 10. So he's like in this 30-year-old body, and he's like, waffles. Because he really likes waffles. I remember that episode. Yeah. Isn't it like the best episode ever? I actually wanted a waffle. He's like, I don't want to grow up ever. And they go to the oh. comics. He's like, best day ever with all these comics. It's, it's cute. I remember that one. It's really cute. It was hmm. a cute one. But um, yeah. Have, do you guys know any diaper furs? This definition is actually written really kind of odd, from what I've seen. Uh, it also can mean that I'm just too old for diapers 
uh, but not necessarily like it's usually after puberty that their character would still be in them. So it's not necessarily like adult meaning eighteen, just means developed, I guess, physically developed. I'm looking for reassurance, and I'm not getting any. <laughs> I, I'm reassuring. Yeah. Okay. Thank get, you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's basically outside of baby fur, um, like it said in the intro, there's adult babies who do the whole thing, and then there's diaper lovers, and diaper fur is the equivalent of that. All right. Cool. Uh, sissy fur. Do you want to read sissy fur? No. No. Okay. I can't read out loud. That's fine. Um, it's I can't either. Talks. It's a speed. I think it's the fox thing. Well, it's a speed. For me, I'm a speed reader, and since I'm so far ahead. Hey. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a sissy fur is commonly misunderstood as a person who roleplays a male character, either adult or child, who is forced to dress and act as a young female character. Truthfully, a sissy fur is anyone, male or female, who enjoys regression, leaning towards a very feminized and docile or submissive look and attitude. In practice, this means that you like a lot of pink. Lots of pink. So, like a person that wears dresses. Yes. Type thing. Yeah. All right, awesome. Um, I used to actually role play a character like this. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, what kind of happened is um, when I first got into the fandom, um, I actually was a uh, kid for, you know, I created a character. He's like, this is Elias, and he's eight years old, right? And, uh, you know, I role played as him, and I. And I was new to the fandom, and I, fit, you know, found the whole baby first scene, and I was kind of like, oh, I'm going away from that. And so, you know, Elias is now 20 years old. Um, How I do you live? What? How do you live? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, recently, I've just kind of been like actually meeting Rue, who who just is like, yeah, I'm a kid for. Her. I'm like, okay, just kind of come back to it, and I'm like, you know, it was a, really a misunderstanding. Um, and so now I'm a kid for again. But after that, when I was like the first one, I was 20 years old. It would still role play as like a sissy fur type thing. So there are raised eyebrows all through the room. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fox factor is rising again. But yeah. But the thing is, that time, that time when I was role playing, that I was a fox. Mm. So yeah, I, and I actually wasn't Elias. It was Neela. So, anyways, <laughs> so well, you were a fox. So technically, you are a fox. No, I'm I'm snow up. It's, it, fox is like the training wheels of the fandom, you know. No, they're not. Uh, yeah, yes, they, they are. are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. There's nothing wrong with they're, training wheels. They're not the starter characters of the fandom. I actually didn't start as a fox, so you're right. You know, it's interesting gender when it comes to baby fur, though, because I, it's interesting. Kids, when you look at real kids. They don't know gender boundaries like we do as we're socialized and become adults. And so some people will go back to that and revisit that part mentally when they when they do their baby fur thing. And so I know people who have male adult characters, but they also have female baby fur characters because that's mm-hmm. just how they express it. And it's it's kind of interesting. There's also a lot of gender dysphoria that comes in on that front. And it's not sissy, but it's just... You know, I don't feel like I was raised the right way, so I'm starting over. Sometimes there's right. that reboot. Understandable. All right. The caretaker. No, not me. <laughs> yes, you. 
supposed to be, but no, it's not me. As the name suggests, these are the people who roleplay caretaker characters, a mommy or a daddy figure for other baby furs. And sometimes they're baby furs themselves. (gasps) They switch. Uh, All right. And uh, another thing. (laughs) What was that? (gasps) (gasps) Like it's a shock type thing. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Many people don't identify with one single group, but can change rules depending on the situation and who they are interacting with. It is not also uncommon for complex lineages, for example, siblings, parents, etc., to be set up among other baby first so that roles can be defined. I love that. I do love that about the fandom because it's like my brother is, you know, a fox. My sister is a husky, whatever, whatever. And like that would not be possible in reality. No. But it's okay because it's fantasy and that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Rue, technically, he, uh, I'm his big brother too. So. so that's what the internet says. That's what I read. Yep. yep. It's it's on our FA. It's like, this is my mate and big brother. But it is great that the fandom lets you do that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Now what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're all out of articles. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Actually, no. Uh, we're uh, baby items. And we're going to go through um, all these items that babies may uh, enjoy. Right. No, it says baby items and why. And why. And, wh- and, and why. why. It's like baby items and you. You know, I just want to <laughs> read these. So a baby fur, um, this is what Wiki first saying, enjoys all sorts of clothing. Um, so it's saying overalls. Short tails. Short tails. Short tails. Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> I, I saw short. I saw short tails too. I'm like, wait, why would short tails be a baby? I was just like, thing? short tails. What? Well, you see, there comes a time in life where your body's going to change and your tail will become much longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, so booties, like, dresses, booties. onesies, pajamas. Pants. <laughs> okay, I don't know what pants is doing in there, but I think it's awesome. <laughs> pants, because you know before you don't wear pants, but now you can have pants. <laughs> okay. Footed sleepers, mittens, and bows. Okay. Uh, really, pants don't. Um, yeah. Um, many male baby furs find they enjoy being dressed as little girls as well. Sissification. Yeah. Uh, so, do you like being dressed as a little girl? No, it's not necessarily my thing. I I will gender bend occasionally, but no, I don't go like full throttle. Mm, for shame. For shame. No, for- no. <laughs> no, because some of my closest friends are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go home and put a dress on. And that's cool, you know? That's cool, man. That's cool. It's just not me. You going to go put your vagina on, too? No, <laughs> no. He said the V word. I'm yeah. offended. Here comes the hate mail. <laughs> um, plus, she's in toys. Wait. Wait. didn't even finish the paragraph. Uh, do we have to? Well, okay. I guess it's your show. All right. The classic baby bonnet is not very common among baby furs, which might be attributed to the fact that modern society doesn't find real babies wearing them either. You know, I I can't speak. No matter what I'm saying here, it's not all baby fears in general. It's just my experience. But this one is purely me. They're just effing cheesy looking. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes them that I know. They're just, ugh. So the bonnets is like the, that weird lacy thing that they wear that covers their head that makes oh. them look sort of like a nun, but not. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that Tom and Jerry episode. When did bonnets go out? Oh, when I don't were know. they in? They went out along with the Charleston, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the Charleston. Oh, gosh. So, 
I've heard a stereotype of baby first. Oh, good. Here come the questions. <laughs> I've heard that stereotypes at convent. I mean, stereotypes. I've heard baby first at conventions usually have the biggest booze party in the whole entire like convention. That is not a stereotype. That is a fact. <laughs> 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 okay. The the okay. So I for FC at least. The booze thing came along after second. I've, I've, next year, for the record, is my tenth FC. So I've been going a long time. I know. I feel old. Uh, and the first couple years, baby furs kept very much to themselves and were scorned a lot more in the fandom than they are now. And then a little group of us got together and said, well, let's have a party and invite people just to show people that, you know what, all these things you're thinking in your head that we're doing behind closed doors are not happening, and that we're just like everyone else. We just happen normally to wear little different clothing and unconventional underwear. And so we invited people over and had an open party, and it kind of grew from there to become like we're the biggest partiers ever, except that we put them in sippy cups so that way when we knock them over, they don't fall and get all over the table. Um <laughs> But yes, it, it has become a fact that most people like going to the parties because we generally have a lot of booze. <laughs> so then, I'm okay with that. So then, an interesting question to kind of follow that follow that up on is: uh, Would you say that ten years ago, when you first started going to concerts, the baby fur community has went from kind of a sour, I guess, looked at sourly versus now, where it's not as bad, or is it just as bad now, just not as vocal about it? You know, I don't know. Honestly, because I don't hide my badges and stuff. Like, you know, it's like I'm going to a con and you're going to walk around with three horse cocks hanging out of your pants and a collar. You know, I'm going to wear my Marcy badge. Uh, and so people probably don't say as much around me that I'm probably missing. I was reading on Twitter the other night. One of my friends was at a party and he's not as open as a baby fur. And someone was making a soapbox and people were like nodding and agreeing. So I, it's still out there, but I, I think it's less because the community has grown enough that usually someone you know is probably a baby fur. And if they haven't told you, well, you're going to find out one day. Well, the thing is that I see about being a baby fur, it's just what's, what's awesome about the fandom is that it's you can be whatever you want to be. You know, right. you could you can be whatever, uh, whatever species, whatever race. You could even be, hey, You'd be part cyborg if you wanted to. And there are those people. Yep. Well, hey, down in Salt Lake somewhere, or maybe a Tooele or whatever, somewhere in Utah, there is a furry whose fursona is a anthropomorphic egg chair. A, a what? Egg chair. That's Which pretty, actually... You're getting off the point where I'm going. No, no, no. You said you can be anything you want to be, and if someone can be an egg the, chair... That's just like a terrible example. But I'm just saying, if someone hey, wants to be an I'm egg chair, them. they can. I'm just kidding. But did you know, actually, egg chair comes from Scandinavian modern design. Okay. I think my next that's persona... That's your factoid yeah. for the show, everyone. I think I've egg decided... Egg chairs are from Scandinavian I'm modern I'm switching design. from a fox to a anthropomorphic tablet now <laughs> really you can call me asus <laughs> will you transform for me <laughs> so that i can use you yes do you do you have ice cream sandwich i do have it i i come installed with a touch screen so you can touch me and i really yeah. will you will your jelly beans show up one day sometimes this is becoming really bad i quit yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> i'll be an anthrop- i'll be an anthropomorphic house so you can come inside me Ooh, bad joke. <laughs> oh. That was a really, really bad joke. 
But yeah, you know, in the free phantom, you can really be anything. And so that's why, you know, with our podcast, it's this is this podcast will go on for a very long time because there's a lot of areas within the fandom that we can focus on. And, you know, there you can be whatever you want. And so this is just another example of, okay, some people choose to want to act younger than um, who they, you know, what age that they really are. And, you know, there's no crime in that because... I mean, who want who doesn't want to be a kid again? Like, I think a lot of us want to be able to go back and kind of erase some of those years and be innocent again and just be able to wake up in the morning and watch Saturday morning cartoons and just have a little bit of fun. You know, we're all, we live in this very serious world where it's like we have to do things a certain way and we have to, you know, we have to get up and go to work and, you know, pay the bills and do all these things. And we're supposed, we're supposed to act a certain way. And, you know, I, I just think it's great because some people have chosen to, to be able to relive that, you know, relive that fantasy world. The luxury of responsibility is being able to let it go. Yep. That's actually not me being wise. So that's actually uh CSI, but <laughs> it sounded good. CSI is awesome. So to say that, some people could come in and say, well, baby furs, they're not responsible. Uh, nah, well, just like any other furry subset, you got people who are irresponsible, and then you got people who are. Yeah. The fact that you got to look at is, all right, here's a baby fur. What do they do? Do they have a job? Do they pay the bills? If they do, I'd say they're pretty damn responsible. If they are in their parents' basement... And don't have a job, and they're just on the computer all day, or in a crib, or whatever they do. I'd say, yeah, they're probably irresponsible. They're probably on Second Life. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. But... Or wow, or wow. I remember there was this time when I was getting into the fandom a little bit more, and you know, I was playing Second Life, and this little baby, you know, fur came up to me and was like, "You want to be my mommy?" And I was like, I was just at that moment, I it was just. Did all the low keys on the piano get hit? No. <laughs> Dong. I was just like, what's going on? <laughs> what is this? And I was like, yeah. Um, I don't know. He wanted me to take take him to my house. At that time, my house was a dump. <laughs> no, it was literally a dump. You lived in a dump? Yeah. So, wow, it must be cheap. Yeah. Hey, it was good. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, So what did you do? What I do? Yeah. Oh, I took him there, and then he was like, "This is not an adequate home for a baby. I'm leaving." And then he left. <laughs> really? And he just like poofed? Yeah, he's just. Gone. That is awesome. I know. <laughs> it was just a weird story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that 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 the the moral of the story is to play Second Life. To buy play Second Life. To play Second Life. No, that's not the moral of the story. Oh. The moral of the story is don't live in a dump. Okay. <laughs> I like that moral better. <laughs> Inkbox's Fables coming soon. Yay. <laughs> All right. There's a um, bookstore near you. The next one, plushies and toys. Yay. Just like clothing, interacting with plushies and toys is very contributive to the cub experience. Toys range in age from baby toys to co- toy cars and action figures. As long as cubs get to interact with one another through toys are not always the... Uh, another though. 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 Toys are not at, uh, always the focus in role play. Me and Rue have a lot of plushies. We have a lot. You have like the plushie 
stadium on your dashboard in your car. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> not only does he have, like, nine Fox plushies in his dashboard, on, on our kitchen cupboards, there's, like, probably another 12 on there. And then on our bed, we have, like, five giant plushies. And then we have, like, 20 other smaller plushies in this bag in the closet. Really? Yep. How many of them have SPHs? <laughs> None of them. Yet. Just, just None kidding. Of, <laughs> just kidding. None of them. <laughs> Why are you giving me that look? <laughs> I I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Can I ask? Since since we're bringing up plushies, yeah. What I've noticed is, as far as with baby furs, they tend to like to dress up their plushies. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Whether it may be with a diaper itself or, you know. I'm getting a head shake from Offset here. Um. <laughs> Okay, so dressing up plush for me personally is something I have not historically done. Uh, and I know no, now I have one that I've done it to. Okay. And I did, for the longest time, did not make sense to me why anyone would do this. For me, at least, it became a way for me to express part of myself without actually having to do anything active on my part. It was like a passive environmental type object. But I, I don't know. Do you want, do you want a cameo in? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we have someone offset who's like giving a live me studio signals. audience. I know yeah. <laughs> of one person. Uh, a lot of my friends <laughs> do dress their plush up sometimes out of necessity because they're into plush, and some of them because they think it's cute. Some of them go to Build a Bear and get stuff. Some of them just get stuff at Walmart because actually, if you have a big enough plush, the kids section has stuff that'll fit your plush. But it's really just, I think, a form of self-expression from what I've seen. You'd have to ask everyone else, though. I, I think that say, would be a varied answer. I have to say that Build Bear is probably one of my favorite stores. Really? <laughs> well, the reason why is because I make puppets. And so whenever I make these marionette puppets, I have to find clothing for them. Instead of making the clothing for them, I just go buy them at Build a Bear. Do you kiss like a little jewel thing and stuff it in the build your puppet's ass? <laughs> that is the worst part about it. Like she, I don't at when, all like that. When we went, she forced. It, she literally got angry that Tugs would kiss this. She did. Kiss what? I, you have to do like the whole voodoo of like, like I some love sort you of heart. Kiss it. Yeah, there's like yeah. Is, is it a heart? It's a little heart. A little plastic heart that you have to kiss, and then they shove in the anus of the the plushie <laughs> before they sew the anus. And shut. That's how plush are born. <laughs> <laughs> but so she she had angry angry eyes like she was about ready to face punch tugs when he's like no I don't want to kiss it and yeah it's just that was the horrible story of. Plush making. When Build a Bear brings back a snow leopard, I will like it. They had one recently. Recently? Yes. I've been to like the mall like you all the time. Need to come to town and go to the real Build a Bear, and also the one at Disneyland has them. Okay. Well, when you <laughs> see them at, at locally, text me and I will get my ass down here and I will buy one. Can you bring the rest of you? Yes. <laughs> Doorbell rings. It's a box. It's an ass. We open it up and it's just an ass. It's like, oh, well, here's his ass. He made it down here. What? <laughs> Shove a heart in that. <laughs> it's a brand new plush. plush. Plush are great in general, though, because the thing is, is most furries have a plush, and it's a very common thing that you can kind of like open the door with and be like, I like plush. I'm a baby fur, but we both get the plush thing. Yeah, you know, it's it's, a, it's it's a it's a non baby fur baby fur thing. I've noticed mm-hmm. as well that it's well, it's a typical thing, you know. Or, or we could just be like, you like plushes, you're a baby fur. 
Yeah. And every furry is a baby fur. Oh. No. <laughs> Again, your hate mail. the hate mail. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> rolling in waves. Stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Another one is born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a furry who likes plushies, you're obviously a baby fur. Oh. You know, I'm going to go modify the wiki fur right now. Whenever <laughs> I go to build a bear, I'm pretty lame. Instead of like having them like create it and stuff like that, I just like grab one of the display animals <laughs> and say, I'm buying this one. <laughs> It's a very efficient way to spend your time. <laughs> I, 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 I do feel silly going into Build-A-Bear and doing that. And you think I wouldn't because I'm a baby fur, but no, I just can't do that. I just cannot kiss the damn heart and I love you and then like put it in there. Don't they record that as like a time caps- capsule? I, no, I have recorded people doing it, but no. Creepy. No. <sighs> and and Bob, before we let the plush subject go, most adults... Well, not most, but uh, what is it, like half adult, half of adults sleep with a plush still? No, no, no. I think it was like, uh, I think I saw that study. I think it was like. Uh, it's a lot. I think it was like 70% of men still have their teddy bears. See? Uh, See? So yeah. shame on anyone who has been like, oh, you go to bed with the plush because I bet you you probably have at some point. Oh, yeah. Like um, like most of the most of the men who did that have the teddy bears. They usually keep them in the closet, but when they go on trips, they'll bring them. That's interesting. Yeah, that that was just a study. I might have been, been a little wrong, but I don't know. I found that study really interesting. I'm I like, just think it's on. awesome to be able to have something, anything, just have something in your arms as you go to sleep. I don't know. I just for me, feel more comforted. For me, it's either a pillow or tugs, one of the two. Yeah, <laughs> either a pillow or tugs. Even if it's a pillow, it's just, just go to just go to Japan and get the blow up sex dolls. Oh my gosh! You had to bring them. You don't have to go to Japan this. for those anymore. You can buy them at any major furry convention. Do they really sell those? Yeah, custom vinyl ones with attached towels. I don't know. I just saw them and uh, well, that was man. it. Really? Never Where ever did you see them? I haven't seen them. I've never seen those. You know what? This podcast is the inflatable episode, and I'll get someone yeah. who knows. <laughs> this, this podcast has just started like this new business of inflatablefurries dot com or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna go buy, I'm gonna go buy the URL right now. <laughs> Anyone want to be my business partner? It's already being done. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So the next sec- section: objects. A toddler's life is not complete without items such as cribs, walkers, strollers, high chairs, car seats slash booster seats, pacifiers, baby bottles slash sippy cups, talcum powder, and bubble baths. Many talcum baby... powder? They called it talcum powder? Yep. <laughs> Many baby first use these objects in online roleplay and would love to be able to use them in the real world. As well as physical objects, some baby first find them uh, find a keen interest in actions like blowing a raspberry, being held, or watching old television shows that are no longer available on TV. Many old children's shows, such as 90, 80s and early 90s cartoons on Nickelodeon, were the same shows that some baby first watched when they were little, and reminiscing about them leaves a nostalgia warmth. And everyone looks at me like I'm supposed to react to that. How does that work? <laughs> I'm just going to interject with the, the whole car- gaze shifts yeah. to me. The, the whole cartoon thing, I think we all do that. I don't think that that's just a baby fur thing. We'll all I have admit, to agree. Yeah, I mean, even furry, non-furry, just as humans, we go back and we watch. Like, for me, it's the Goonies. And I think back. I, I still remember where the oh, commercial the breaks are. Yeah, we had it recorded on a VHS tape. The I Goonies. Know. I love the Goonies. Yeah. And. You know, they also had the Ninja Turtles, like the good ones, not the ones that had like Chinese. You know, they're doing Chinese a new, new one. Uh, they're not. T- they're not turtles. They're aliens. 
I think everyone can relate to those cartoons. You know, actually, no, 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 no. Everyone can, though, because everyone like, can relate to being an anthropomorphic turtle. No, everyone can relate to those cartoons because they were everywhere. Like, yeah. it wasn't like just like, oh, I had, like, I didn't grow up with cable, and I was well aware of a lot of the Nickelodeon shows and stuff. Well, I'm going to bring on more hate mail and saying that the uh, cartoons back in the day, the 90s cartoons and all that, were better than any cartoon that's ever created. All right, all today. right. All right. Have you seen. Um, do you think that it's because? Do you think that it's because we um, grew up with them that we think that they're better? And that's probably a possibility. No. But I mean, look at like, <laughs> no, no, no. Have no. you seen Flapjack? That shit's like everyone's like high on LSD. Yeah, that. but I mean, you've got SpongeBob now, which is kind which of was the created line. for MTV. SpongeBob kind of is the line. I, I have to say, there is a couple of episodes that I do like. That We're breaking funny. up. We're done. I really, <laughs> we're so done. I really hate SpongeBob. For the like, most part, I'm, I'm it's Squidward. I hate. Here's SpongeBob. the thing. Here's the thing. Even if there's bad cartoons, there are still in, uh, bad cartoons. There are still some episodes where you can say, you know, that was pretty good. Yes, but like, I mean, look at Animaniacs. Tiny Tunes. Where, like, I mean, everything was awesome. Looney Tunes. So uh, violent, those cartoons. Most, I mean, even well, all that, the those Disney were awesome. stuff. No, my favorite, the old Tom and Jerry. Yes, great. Oh, those were amazing. Well, and even, like, the old Disney stuff, like Gummy Bears, Tailspin. Uh, Tailspin, that was Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. DuckTales. DuckTales yeah. is awesome. You don't, see, you don't see any of that anymore. You've got uh, I would love to bring Johnny it back. Danger or whatever like, seriously, his name is. Johnny Test. Like, what they should do is definitely, like, just don't make any new episodes, but just re-air them. They did. People. It's called Boomerang. Well, they should <laughs> have that all everywhere. Boomerang is a TV channel. Well, but then, we need to but you like, get Boomerang. See, but on people cable. won't make money anymore. Well, what do you mean? Simpsons has been on since money. I was a little kid, and they're still on, and they're still making money. They need to be true. gone. Simpsons. You think? I don't think so. I think it's became kind of a it's iconic, like it's a iconic American thing. Americana. They're they're running out of material. Yeah, I don't think that they are. I don't know. Some of the episodes are just getting really old. Long in the tooth. Well, we're all entitled to our own opinions. You know, though, just just so being a baby for yes, I do have a lot of... I'm going back to topics. See how this Go works? Yeah. <laughs> I do have a lot of, of cartoon shows. I have Care Bears in their entirety. And what's your fursona? It varies. <laughs> don't be a cop-out. I'm not! Don't cop out. Come on. It's Care Bear based. There you go. Just so you know, he's blushing. Deep maroon <laughs> red right now. And it's, I'm just making it worse. And I thought I was the wine red. <laughs> what else do I have in there? Carmen San Diego. Not the trivia show. Where in the world no, not, is no, no, no. Not Carmen the trivia San show. The, the one that was on Fox <laughs> that I could never watch because it aired at like 3 a.m. Inspector Gadget. Oh... Na 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 na, expect your gadget. Da 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 da. See, see if you want to come over and watch cool cartoons, I've got the cabinet for it. <laughs> Most baby furs, I think, and awesome. have cartoons like that it. I've seen anyway. When I go over, they always have like DuckTales. <sighs> well, and you know, I, I see that all the time too. Rescue I mean, Rangers, baby fur not, uh, a lot of Rescue Rangers. Yeah, I loved Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers is awesome. But um, what's another good one? Um, I don't know. But anyway, um, yes, modern cartoon shows are shit. <laughs> <laughs> they really. But are, what though. about My Little Pony? Oh god, that's a good one. Oh, <laughs> I like that show, and you do too, Ruth. I do, although seeing those furries 
tearing up those bronies and shooting them. And that picture was pretty hilarious. You make me sad. We should put that on the web page. <laughs> Fuck no. I control the website. So <laughs> thank if you If you ever much. have a happy moment, I mean, if you ever get a chance to see that, you will have a happy moment. Or a sad moment. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so continuing on, why don't Tux you read uh, diaper usage? <laughs> <laughs> the, the live audience is heckling me now. <laughs> diapers, the most sensitive subject when it comes to baby furs. Diapers are a sensitive item, and I can't read. Diapers are an item frequently used while cubbing out. Like other aspects of baby fur, this can be done in the virtual world, the real world, or both. There are many baby furs, however, that while they still wear diapers in online roles, do not in real life. Many baby furs will wear diapers in real life for a feeling of security and comfort, but will not use them for intended purpose. At the other end of the spectrum, there are some baby furs that either by choice or necessity wear and use diapers all the time. Why baby furs wear and possibly use diapers in the real world is varied. For some, they're forced to wear them because of a medical condition and have no choice in the matter. These people have often blended their real life situation with that of their furry persona. For others, it is a way that they can regress into their furry persona's age. Some others see the diapers as a connection to their furry persona, paralleling a tail or fursuit in the general furry community. The wearing, and especially the use of diapers in the real world, are at the heart of many issues that some members of the furry community in general have with the baby furs. For example, it is generally not considered appropriate for a diaper user to soil themselves at a convention in the presence of other furry fans, or to put themselves in a situation where this is likely to happen. Yet individuals have been known to do this to the detriment of the group's reputation. Oh, geez. I remember a story at a convention where... Can I tell you how many times I've heard someone say that to me? A lot. Yeah. But keep going. Like, there was this story where, like... Baby furs were in a room, and they actually sold the diapers, tied it up, and was putting it outside the hotel door for the room service to pick up. Where? I think it was like a rainforest or something. <laughs> or that it was just a story. Or it was just a story. Sorry, the audience wants to become part of the show. <laughs> Let's. I, I think that's where a lot of the the bad negative negative so, stuff so come, comes from. Come from. Yeah, yeah, the bad vibes. <laughs> Inside joke. Bad I want to poop. Poop. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's isn't that where most of the negative connotation comes from about baby furs? Is are these stories from all these cons and all that? I have to say that this was the question I dreaded the most <laughs> about this podcast because it's at the heart of everything. Um, I don't know. Would you say that it's the heart of everything? I think it really is because it's like when you tell someone I'm gay, they've done studies and they've shown that people immediately put themselves in that position of doing the other guy and it makes them very uncomfortable. So when you bring up the diaper thing, people are instantly like thinking about using one and it just for a lot of people, they just can't handle it, even though that's not necessarily how it is for everyone like that. And so what, what are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm having distractions. He's a, he's a fox. All the intelligence in my answer just died. He needs to stretch himself out. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I kind of am drifting away from, I think, the original question. So, so the, question, the question is, why do you use a diaper? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is looking at me, and I feel very awkward. I have... I came to the fandom through the age play community, not the other way around. And I don't know. Wow. We have a visitor. We have a visitor. All right. Uh, Music break. Ink Fox, do you want to go? Yeah. We'll uh, see who it is. 
I'll have them randomly come on the microphone. Oh my God! Hi. Hey, hey what's <laughs> up? Uh, why don't you come on the microphone? We're actually recording right now. We're recording a podcast <laughs> about baby furs. Oh, okay. Come <laughs> sit. No, seriously, come in here because I feel like I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm getting all these looks. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Okay, I'm Scritch. I came from Albuquerque to quit my job. No, he came for the podcast. Don't lie. <laughs> and the podcast. We flew him in with our massive amounts of money. <laughs> Buy the t-shirts. Buy Don't worry, you, we'll, we'll, you get the bill later. I mean, uh, I mean we'll get the bill later, I guess. Um, so we just randomly got two new guests. Uh, Scritch is one of them. And then we have um, Koru. Koru, say hi. Hello. And so tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah, scoot over the microphone. Well, much like as the topic implies, I am a baby first, so I guess, I don't know, I was, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same house, so I might as well just come out here and sit on the couch and help answer some questions. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm Scritch, I'm one of the New Mexico furs. Uh, I happen to currently telecommute for a company that's uh, centered down in Provo, and I'm leaving that job, so they want me to train my Indian replacements, so I'm in town for the week. <laughs> so I just happened to log into the podcast. We'd all I'm like also a baby fur, and I like wearing pampers. <laughs> <laughs> now this sounds like a therapy group. This is amazing. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tugs. I wet the bed. <laughs> been an addict for three years. Hi, yeah. Tugs. <laughs> Hi. <sighs> so, a question to all your uh, baby friends that wear diapers. Why do you uh, wear them? Uh, and let's go one at a time. Who, who's going first? I, I don't know. I'm going first. Okay. Look, I just volunteered. Okay. Take two. So... <laughs> For me, there's not a definitive reason why, other than I just always liked them. But a lot of my friends have definitive things that happened. Abuse. They didn't get something as a child. There's some kind of trauma in their life. Something happened where they're like, okay, this is a way for me to cope with it and go back to one before that happened and get past it. Although it's not really a get past it kind of thing. It's just more of a way to go down an alternate path temporarily, kind of change reality. Right. Right. Uh, and then, of course, there is definitely the sexual aspect of it. And uh, I'm not going to go into explicit detail because this is not that podcast. But um, there's definitely an attraction to it on a sexual level. Because, I mean, in- inherently, it's a garment that touches your genitals. <laughs> like, I was kidding, right? And so just why some people like to get tied up and some people like other things. I happen to like them like that, too. So there's your answer. Dun, dun, Someone else done. Well, I guess for me, it'd be, well, as Tugs was saying, probably a little bit of columns A through Z. Um, for me, though, it's mostly a comfort item. Um, I guess I feel more secure wearing them. Um, it does make me feel younger because, you know, hit 30 and starting to feel old. But, um, yeah, mostly a comfort thing. Really not too heavy into usage. I mean, I do every once in a while. But, I mean, I'll I'll go to the bathroom while I'm wearing them just because one, they're expensive, and and I don't know. It's just, I guess, it's more of a comfort thing for me. All right, cool. Well, in my case, um, I'm not going to mince words. It's definitely a fetish. It's been a fetish since I was oh, probably six or eight years old, as far as I can remember. Um, I just it. It's kind of like the people who like to wear pantyhose or or you know who knows what 
people who like to cross-dress, it's definitely one of those things that's always been kind of, for I don't know what reason, turned me on. Um, I joined the furry fandom actually in the 90s as the as part of the plushophile community. Back then, before before people were unloading on the baby furs, it was the plushophiles who were kind of the target. But um, over the time, I you know I discovered the baby fur community. I guess I need to bring the microphone a little closer. Um, over time, I discovered the baby fur community, or I kind of knew it was there, but I would I was always more in, in with the plushophile community. Um, but that's it's 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 pretty much the whole diaper thing is more of a fetish thing. But the a lot of the uh, I mean, just my involvement with plushies and being cubby, and I like anything cute and pink and frilly and. And some of it, some of that is also part of the turn on and some of it is just, it's, it is kind of a comfort thing with me too. I just, the more, the more cute and, and cubby it is, the better. Sounds good. Sounds good. comfort in it for all of us. Yep. So, so how you, expensive? So how fogs, why do you wear diapers? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so can I ask, like, how expensive are these? Where do you actually get them? If somebody's interested, <laughs> if somebody's interested in being a baby fur and they want to like get, you know, get some diapers, where? What's the best kinds? What's the type that where should they go? This is Sorry. an opinionated question. Do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. Uh, one of the first things I did was there's a website. It's hdis.com, and you can actually order a sample pack. I believe it's about 15 bucks, and you probably get like 16 different um, brands. Um, but those brands, I mean, the, the diapers, they can range anywhere literally from 50 cents all the way up to $2 each um, for getting like the, uh, like the dry 24-7s. Um, really good. They're quiet at the same time, yet still a little crinkly. Uh, but they are expensive. You're gonna spend 120 bucks for a case of them. So it's Ouch. it's like a tea sampler for diapers. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't want to imagine what they taste like. Thank you. <laughs> you got, you, you to, yeah, exactly. You have to do some steeping in them. So <laughs> that's just wrong. It's called marinating. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly we lost all our viewers. <laughs> and the hate mail rolled in in, in spurts. <laughs> all right, who's next? I'll go. Well, in my case, when I first started wearing the, um, well, when I first started wearing, I would just use baby diapers, and you could go into any supermarket and pick up a pack of Pampers or Loves or whatever and really? stuff, stuff them in your underwear. Um, this was back in the 90s and the, in the, in the late 80s. Um, after I got out on my own, I would actually go venture into, say, a Walgreens and pick up the uh, adult incontinence products. Uh, you know, <laughs> depends, <laughs> attends, and whatnot. We're um, laughing because this is extremely common to a lot of people who get into yeah. it. <laughs> which is, which is, you actually get over the embarrassment pretty quick as long as you go to one that's far away from where you live, and <laughs> <laughs> so nobody recognizes you. Well, this um, was before the internet, right? Yeah, this is before the internet. <laughs> this is back. We had to, we had to go. I had to go pay in uh, Cuneo form money scripts and but <laughs> but, but uh, once the internet came along you could uh, order diapers anonymously and you could get better diapers there are any number of vendors out there that now make actual you know for the community actual baby printed very thick very comfortable padding um, won't go into any brand names but it's gotten a lot better um, you can now order it online and a cup and you know less than a week later a big box plops on your front door and 
you're supplied for the next month or two. Unmarked box two. Unmarked nice. box two, which is very nice if you've got nosy neighbors. Yeah. It's, another bad thing about the internet, though, is um, porn. No. <laughs> if you go to Walmart shopping for diapers, you wind up on the people of Walmart, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. You know, the, the best the, website, by the way, people of Walmart. Are you were just plugging everyone this podcast. That's you what wanna... we do. No. Go, I, I think yeah. Rue and I were talking about this way before this podcast, but there is a hierarchy, of, like in most things, um, but there's a hierarchy of diapers. And um, the cheap ones don't last. They are exactly the kinds of things that you don't want to be using around people who aren't into it, like at a con. Um, and then they go up to very high-end designer level type stuff where it's custom <laughs> no really but I mean, it's not like you're wearing like gucci diapers right but <laughs> <laughs> louis vuitton huggies tried marketing that at one time they did, <laughs> really? they did um it's they have like baby print stuff print all over stuff uh the and then they have like just kinds that are built for i gotta go to work all day i don't have facilities to change those kinds of things um and so they're, My diapers are made of alligator leather. That's right. <laughs> and so they're, they're not cheap. I mean, most people who want a quality product will spend no less than $60 a case, which is 36 pieces. So about right. This sounds about right, right? Yeah, for the Xboxes. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably just buy tea. <laughs> you know what, though? It's just like any other lifestyle. If you really are into it, you know, you're going to spend the money for it. And, Definitely. And... Cloth is not something that is used very much, actually, believe it or not. Mostly because people want to emulate their childhood, and most people didn't use cloth. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and move on uh, to the wiki for um, going on to the baby fur behavior. And uh, it says, when coming out in both the real world and in online role play, the level of uh, connection to the role will vary between each player. Some baby furs will become so involved and yearn for such authentic childish mentality that they will use speech impediments and baby talk to communicate. While very few baby furs make a habit out of using baby talk in the real world, similar to a gay lisp. And my God, like, seriously? Oh my God, I'm trying to figure out if you do like a gay lisp and cub talk at the same time. <laughs> like, oh, I know. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> Work on oh, that. teeth is quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Baby slave. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> All right. Depending on the situation, a baby bird could even develop a habit of whining or crying to get what he or she wants from a caregiver or another role player. In light of online role playing, baby furs may toddle, crawl, and wag their toes playfully while the sound of crinkling diapers abound. Pouncing, giggling, cuddling, snuggling, and tummy rubbing issues ensure with the maximum possible level of cuteness. Child. Okay, hold on one second. So we got some nods over here from the, the crying. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear some, some and, feedback from crying from getting what they uh, And some stories. <laughs> Give us some stories. Just any store and hill and tugs. Just... He does this thing like like we started off earlier. This his podcast is Whatever he gives you the sad. Is a lie. He gives you the sad eyes and says, "I really, really want this." I don't do that. <laughs> and then I have to say no. And then he and then he gives you the sad face. And then he kind of shrugs his shoulders forward and and it's 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 sad and. <laughs> And then he'll start hugging you. Y yes. And you. <laughs> and then he and then and then it goes into the, I love you. 
and then you have to buy it. That's that's it. You're done. The cuteness level is just too high, and and then you're seven hundred dollars in the hole. So yes. So do you want to buy that sleep number bed we talked about yesterday? <laughs> Please, I love you. <laughs> well, goodbye, seven hundred dollars. Goodbye, all the fans. <laughs> Anyways, you can continue. Oh, oh well. Uh, does Scritch have any stories about that? No, other than he's a complete derp a derp when he meets Disney characters and oh. he needs a caretaker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but tell, tell us the, the story. Sorry. What story? Slurring. Uh, the, uh, yeah. He's, no, Duffy's no. the most recent Duffy, one. Duffy, yeah. You tell it. So uh, we were at Disneyland and uh, Scritch saw Duffy and there was like this flower garden thing that was kind of in front of. It was a boat. It, it was a boat. It was a flower boat. It was, it was a flower boat. It was, it, was a, boat. it was a wooden boat, like five feet long with flowers on it. So anyway, Scritch and, and Duffy do their thing, um, which you do in Disneyland, I guess. What is that? Uh, that sounds really dirty. Yeah. It yeah. kind of. Uh, Al. <laughs> You're special. So, so anyway, they hugged. They, they hugged and they had their fun. And then Scritch just drunkenly i guess is the lack for lack of better terms completely sober yeah well drunkenly walked into the boat flower thing and almost destroyed that and 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 himself in the process (laughs) and he almost fell over on it like he almost stepped in it and then he almost tripped on it (laughs) and then looked back at duffy with this uh, you did the cat satisfaction yeah the cat thing i didn't do anything Uh, yeah so that was scritch and duffy at disneyland Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Childlike behavior, baby animal sounds, and an emphasis on cuteness can be found among some furry fans while among themselves, uh, when among themselves, even those who don't call themselves baby furs and who don't participate in other baby furs activities described here, such as diapers or baby clothing. While most baby furs are closely attached to the development of young humans, a different approach can be found in an online role play while newborn zoomorphic and anthropomorphic characters often grow up at a similar place, pace as wild animals, doing uh, without accessories such as diapers and learning to walk in a short time. This just has the practical advantage of sooner getting into the age that allows interesting role play even for non-baby fur furs when playing with uh, characters since birth. As in nature, opinions on whether a character can be considered an adult vary greatly. And... Uh, I'll continue on to cubbing out. Cubbing out is a general term used by the community to uh, describe role-playing as a baby for a character. This can either be role-playing in the virtual world or in the real world. Usually it will involve one or more regressed characters or people interacting with each other or with the caregiver. Padding and getting padded may also refer to cubbing in a particular regarding to being diaper. You know, it's the way that's written makes it sound like you set aside this very specific time like you're going to church except you're going to like baby fur which is not what it's like <laughs> it's true excuse me mom I'm going to go read the baby fur bible exactly <laughs> coming out can just be it, it's not like you have to have dedicated role play time it just means for some people I am I'm going to go put on foot of pajamas or I'm going to watch some kid TV show or something. So it's not necessarily like I'm having a role play. Yeah, there was an arm swing. From five to six. (laughs) Or even then, you know, and and correct me if I'm wrong on this, Tux, but sometimes it's when you get into like your little teasing fits because you want attention while I'm driving. You pull the key out of the ignition. Ever? (laughs) Never. I mean, would you consider that part of coming out as well? Someone tells me you're like a cat. You cat out almost all the time. Yes. Nope. You 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 claim that <laughs> Elle's catting out, and 
If anything, if else taught me anything, it's that I should not cat. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's not really cubbing out as much as it is just being generally cubby. Cubbing out means that you you do you do something to change the situation in such a way that part of your mind is aware of the fact that you're doing something that is a part of the baby for lifestyle, not just part of your everyday routine. So like a headspace. So so you're saying that there is a distinct difference between just being cubby and coming out. Yes, but they're not necessarily going to happen apart. Okay. All right. Um, sounds good. And um, the caregiver's role? Nope. <laughs> no? <laughs> you don't want to talk about it? Because well, I, I, I'm not really... <sighs> To his credit, he tries, but he's definitely not of the mindset of a caretaker. Uh, before before I switched over to a fox, so I went back to the training wheels of the fox furry fandom. <laughs> I was I was a I was a cat, and uh, Tugs tells me a lot of times that I, I still have that kind of personality type where I'll escape downstairs and just be myself, and and I'll come upstairs just for a little bit of attention. Then it's you know go screw off. I'm gonna go back downstairs every day. <laughs> Basically, so you know, I do try, but I would never really consider myself to be, you know, with the 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 way that people have described caregivers to me, I would never say that I would be one, and if I was one, I'm not a very good one at that. So, well, being a caregiver could include playing with, cleaning, or disciplining the younger character. <laughs> I try to discipline. It gets nowhere. <laughs> it, it can be really awkward for adults who want to be caretakers to do that because you're dealing with a full-bodied adult who has the mentality of someone younger when they're in headspace. And so they can't really comprehend that to a point. And, and it's just really hard to grasp. And part of it is some people just don't connect on that level as well. Like they're just like, I don't, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, I it, left that in the past and it's gone. And and I'd say that it's it's hard to tell when Tugs gets into headspace. You know, sometimes he has to be blunt and just be like, "James, I'm in this," or "Ink, I'm in this right now." I um, never call him Ink. No, he never does. <laughs> so he'll he'll say, "James, I'm in the headspace." You know, and, and then I have to kind of go from there. I'm a man, so I guess I'm dense, but you know, I don't. Know. It's just it's hard for me because I'm not a baby for to to grasp on the fact that he's in that mind space. He's in headspace. He's coming out. So right. All right. Well, hey, we're going to be going on the musical break. It's about time for that again. We went long enough for another one? Yeah, we did. Awesome. Um, We're about an hour and a half in right now, um, and we're still not done. Um, So this musical break... um, Hold on. This musical break is by Truxton. It's Choo Choo. (laughs) Wow. See you when you come back.
So we're gonna go back, go and read some emails now. Oh, no, no, we're not. No, no, we we're still not done with the wiki fur. Oh well, I thought we were gonna take a break from the wiki fur. I thought we were doing Q and A at the end. Yeah, we're doing emails at the end. Okay, that's All right. cool. All right. Emails at the end, not out the end. <laughs> Box level, right? Well, I was <laughs> yes. So let's go ahead and talk about controversy. Dun, dun, okay, dun. you read it, Rue. Baby furs and paraffin. Ah. Pedophilia. Pedophilia. I can't read today. Yay. You can't read anything. Oh. 
it's sad. Like any furry fans, baby furs often exhibit sexual attraction to anthropomorphic animals by participating in tiny sex. Small penises. What is that? Tiny sex? Yeah. Um, it's sexting, but like on chat. Oh, okay. TS, muck stuff. Yeah. Huh. But because this usually involves adult players, role-playing sexual situations evolve... Um, Prepudescent characters. <laughs> so what the article says is basically the there's questionable content going on to some people if the characters are underage. Go ahead and finish the rest of the... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I've got a cord in my way. Baby furs generally assert that role-playing as underage characters doesn't imply sexual attraction to, to such characters. What? For example, some role-play as young furries due to a longing to be young again and have no sexual element to their role-play. Of those that do participate in sexual activity, some are interested in, for example, the fantasy of submission to an adult figure. To those who have tiny sex with other baby furs, sometimes argue that if there's no adult character involved, the activity is not pedophilia. I'm assuming that's because they're both underage. Others yes. may stress that since characters portrayed are not human, it is not meaningfully pedophilia. Outsiders often disagree since the activity still involves actual adults taking an interest in prepubertal persons depicted in sexual situations. This debate applies equally to visual and written depiction of baby furs in sexual relations, and disagreements often are often intense between those concerns about pedophilia, those who feel baby fur is distinct from pedophilia because of players' ID with characters or species of those characters, and those who don't care enjoys it just as long as they're not forced to see it. That's a lot of words. Yeah. That is a lot of words. That's why I pass it off to you. <laughs> Yay. So, thoughts? The cub art phenomenon, the cub art phenomenon, there, I got closer to the mic, is, I, in my view, distinctly separate from the baby fur art movement because I know plenty of people who like cub art that don't do the baby fur thing at all. And as I've started to meet people who look at cub art at cons and whatnot, it always comes off as a very separate sort of art genre. Maybe there's overlap, but generally separate. But I will say this. I know no baby fur. And I think the community in general, I, I feel safe saying this one, is I can speak for the community, we don't endorse, condone, or associate in any way with pedophilia whatsoever. It's completely separate, and we never involve real children. So was that part of then the, the whole thing with Fur Affinity then? The cub art thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, no. What happened with Fur Affinity is um, their, um, the way they make money, the company went and didn't like the content of cub art, and the... Uh, the company's like, uh, we aren't going to let you use our service if you have that on our material. And that's how Furf and they made money. So were they viewing that as more of a... They viewed it as kitty porn. Oh, so they were viewing it as questionable kitty porn. It depends yes. on which jurisdiction you live in. Like the UK, it's classified. Right. And uh, in the US, it's not. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it was a strictly business reason for FA. So, so don't blame FA. I, I, I wasn't blaming F.A. by any means. I, I know there's a few people who are just really, really angry at F.A. It's like, F.A. sucks because of this. It's like, you do what you got to do to stay alive and make money. Absolutely. Um, but with the pedophilia thing in general, it's it's a hot button and it comes up a lot. And from what I've seen and from talking with my friends and stuff, it's really for baby furs. It's the taboo of doing something beyond the age you're supposed to do it. Even though you're mentally going to go back to that age, physically speaking, there's a taboo, and it underlies a lot of the sexuality with it. 
And so there's no desire whatsoever to have children involved. And yeah, I, I can't think of anything else. I, I, I don't know. For, for me, I just look at it as like, it, it, it's all fantasy. And I think furries are really good at identifying a lot of furries. There are some furries that aren't what's fantasy and what's not. I mean, by saying, you know, people who, you know, uh, you know, that, you know, baby furs are pedophiles is like saying that furries are zoophiles. Exactly. And every furry is like, we're not a zoophile. Well, stop using the same excuse that, you know, people use, you know, call furries towards baby furs. That's not entirely fair, in my opinion. You know, pet, yeah, anything else you guys want to say? <laughs> uh, I, I do want to. I do want to add that um, as far as pedophilia, um, it also hits you know people that wear fursuits and different things like that because it's like, um, it, some parents they can see it like as, okay, this person is trying. I don't know who this person is, and they're trying to, um, you know, pass a ball or. A bone or whatever to okay that was that was wrong. Fox <laughs> factor rising. <laughs> oh, there are now three foxes in the room. Uh, oh, wait. oh, and the fox it. factor oh, is rising. At least there's three people to kind of like settle that out. What, so. How high are we on the eight? Wow. That's but almost, needless that's to say, bad. you're trying to interact with the public, and some people see that as a little bit like, oh well, you know. They're out to get their jollies. Yeah, they're out to steal my children away. You know, it's one of those. Those. <laughs> I can see the police report. Them? I don't know. <laughs> you don't. You don't. What do you do? Put them in the basement. <laughs> do you have a? The thing is, is, I don't think that anybody could like pick up a child and run off with them in a fursuit. Like they'd probably try, trip over themselves. And... They die of heat exhaustion. <laughs> exhaustion. <laughs> Maybe that's a good billboard though. Like we're not going to take your children. We die. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, like, but I, I was know. just saying that it doesn't just hit. Yeah, I think it h- hits the whole fandom. I mean, how I see it is a lot of the furry, the fur, the furry community as a whole has been a, a, you know accused of pedophilia, you know, because like you know, cartoon fuzzy animals that's something childish, and we're interested in childish things apparently, and so instead of saying oh they they just like funny cartoons they're like oh they must be you know interested in pedophilia the whole furry has been accused of that and so i think it's wrong to then say i'm going to accuse subsets of the furry fandom to be involved in that when you're a part of the furry fandom as a whole you know you're you know what it feels like to be accused of something and then you're going to accuse it it's a bit hypocritical in my opinion. exactly i believe it's just a huge misconception i think that falls yeah. under trying to pass the blame and say, nope, that's not me. That's this person. Like you're just totally yeah. throwing other people under the bus. Yeah, I. That would. I. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> How many yas was that? <laughs> like five million. <laughs> uh, hey, you want to read the next section? Uh, yeah. Baby furs versus non-baby furs. 
<laughs> the concept of baby furries is quite continuous with some members of the fandom. Some furries and non-furries who have identified themselves as baby furries were, or uh, were identified by others as being baby furries may have acted inappropriately at conventions in the past. Such continuous behavior has allegedly included wearing diapers in public without using proper hygiene and trying to push uninterested people into baby fur roleplay, including sexual roleplay. These behaviors are frowned upon at the baby fur community in general, and such incidents, if perpetrated by baby furs, are done by a small number of baby furs with larger baby fur within the larger baby fur community. The community, um, in general, adopted guidelines of conduct for how to act in uh, public after a rash of alleged incidents at conventions in an effort to police themselves. Furries who dislike baby furs often do so for a variety of common points, including grossed up by the concept of diaper lovers, con- uh, concern that some baby, bur- baby furs may be pedophiles, positive negative experience previous negative experiences for those who identify themselves as baby fur or were identified as others being baby furs fear that baby fur behavior will be associated as a characteristic of the general fandom especially in the media while there are some conflicts between baby furs and the general fandom such as conflict su- uh, such conflicts should not be overstated the majority of baby furs and non-baby furs coexist quite well because the majority of baby furs do not engage in the more extreme behaviors mentioned here Breathe, I man. love raping people at conventions. I adore it. <laughs> so, in diapers. In diapers. <laughs> that was complete sarcasm. So essentially there's like this negative connotation behind... Uh, do they feel that you guys are trying to Little Red Cookbook everybody with conversion? What the hell is Little Red Cookbook? It's from Eddie Izzard. Pop culture. Explain, please. Yeah, we need to know. No, what that it's means. all right. Just all right. You're trying to go out on a, on a baby for a mission here and and convert people. Well, like I said, it's church. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's there have been incidents at conventions of baby furs who are morons, and just like any other subset, there are bad apples in every group, and unfortunately, it's the idiots who speak the loudest. But on the whole, 99.9% of baby furs at cons are not interested in grossing you out in any way. They would rather shake your hand and get to know you. Well, see, and that's, or play wow. Yeah, and that's a very interesting point to really emphasize is, is that there is a couple that have ruined the baby fur aspect. But there's also a couple who have ruined the furry aspect. There's a couple who have ruined the diaper stuff, the... Uh, I don't know what else is there. There's a lot of things out there, but there's always a couple of bad apples. It's the loudest that you hear when in reality, there's a lot of really good people everywhere and it's not fair to just generally go, Oh, you're a baby for, it's just not fair. You know, you got to definitely live with them or, or even have a conversation and you'll notice that they're no different than you or I. So, yeah, I definitely agree. Rue, any thoughts? Nope. Okay. All right. Um, so, um, in Scritch, Guru, any thoughts? Yeah. I think the I think that you definitely hit it right on the point. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's go on to emails to see if we can answer. Um, well, before then, do we think that as a whole this week of our article was good? It's not something I'm going to start telling people to read simply because Baby Fur is very personal in how each person takes it and works with it is personal. As far as like a general guide, if someone was to stumble on it and just be like, hey, I found this thing, yeah, it'd probably be all right. That's my opinion. I mean, it's just, it's definitely with everything within the furry fandom, you know, it applies within that, so. 
It's a very neutral view. Um, I like it. it. It does show high points and low points of it that everybody can relate with, in my opinion. And Scritch wants to say something. All right. Scritch. Say something. <laughs> Shaking his head. <laughs> this is like Blackjack, and he's just folding every hand. He's not even playing the game. He's just throwing money away. <laughs> he speaks when it's necessary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like Jay and Silent Bob. He's the Silent Bob of the group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, we have email. Um, so, Rue, why don't you e- read the email from Leon? Leon? Leon. Who's Leon? Where's he from? Does he say? Yeah, he's from Utah. He's a lo- or is he from Utah? No. I think he was moving here at one point. I don't know. What is he? What's his species? He's a something. <laughs> All right. So it says, hi, L. Hi, Rue. So ever since I've... Since I've came to the fandom, I've been wondering about all the preference, preferences and fetishes that my fellow furries have had. And I'll admit, baby furs are the most confusing. <clears throat> is it just that they, um, they like to be taken care of? Or is it that they um, have... Sorry. Or is it that they have more fun being infants? Also, a random question about paw fetishes. Why? Thanks, Leon. Uh, okay. All right, Tugs, what do you want to say about that email? Give me the first two again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I, I don't do the paw fetish thing. The, the answer is A. <laughs> the first, uh, what was it again? Do they like being taken care of and what? Um, do uh, they like being taken care of? Or do they have more fun being infants? I think it's kind of the same thing thing Both? based on that um what that's kind of asking what baby furs are all about more or less right so um there is there is the emotional comfort aspect which would be a, a, the adult baby part and then there's the sexual side which is the dl part viper lover through the lens of furry and oftentimes they go together and sometimes there is no sexual part so it kind of depends on the person but you'll probably find a little bit of both Okay. Uh, about the paw Paws are sexy. There you go. That's why. <laughs> um, uh, is it because it's a different kind of foot? <laughs> sure. Okay. You know, with paw fetishes, you know, there's just some people that, I don't know, that just really enjoy, I don't know, just... Do you? No. Everyone's flapping their something <laughs> at you. I don't know what they're doing. I think they're doing the YMCA. Yeah, um, I must admit that uh, I do enjoy good foot attention, but that's just because I have really, really sensitive feet. So it's not the foot that's sexual, it's just the fact that it's sensitive. Yes. So you touch me there, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> unless, it's like too, unless it's like too much, then it's just like, oh, that tickles. So it's like lube. Lube? So is it like nipples on your feet and are really sensitive? <laughs> Have you ever had a foot massage before? Yes. They are amazing. Tux they gets are. one or two daily. You know what? He's princess. I work hard at my desk and my feet get tired. <laughs> it's true, too. He really does get one or two a day. Foot massages. Nice. 
Not by me. I, oh, I need more foot massages by Rue. Sounds like a good business. Foot massages by Rue. But now. <laughs> Rue, there's a way to make money. That. Let's go ahead and read the next email. Okay. Are there, how many emails do we have now? Just two? Uh, three. Yeah, three. Three. There are only two baby fur related. I though. would like to request, as one of your now viewers, that you have people tell you their species and where they live, because that's far more interesting. <laughs> to like open it up like this is Bob and he lives in somewhere. No, if it's like Leon the dog from Actually we ask that like every single time for people to like put she their shows who listens to this podcast. You yeah. know what? People you're also responsible for the entertainment, so start. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't take too long to write your stuff. Okay, so this uh is from Mike Michelle, Michael, or one of however you pronounce it. My name is middle name is actually spelled like that, so I assume it's Michael. Michelle. How's it spelled? M I C H A E L. That's Michael. Okay, Michael. Um, dear L and Rue, I went to a con recently and met a lot of other baby furs. It was really cool. Uh, it was a really cool experience. However, one thing that struck me was that a majority of them were sissy furs. This got me thinking. I'm not quite sure what to think because in some ways it's kind of fun to playfully tease them. But on the other part, I don't know if it is really uh, if I really get it. So I was wondering what you thought about cubs and dresses. Is it cute? Is it old? Odd? What is it about? Confused by certain crinkles. Sorry, I had to laugh about. But on the other paw. That is a brilliant saying, though. Oh, it is. And so uh, Eek just kind of moved the microphone over to Scritch. So I, I guess Scritch has stuff to say. Well, uh, getting cubby and dressies and, and, and for diapers is uh, definitely indeed cute. <laughs> Especially pink frilly dressies that barely cover up your diapers. So I'll ask both of you guys, the hosts, how many times have you ever happened to be somewhere or looking at pictures or art on the internet and you see the fur that's wearing the revealing skirt and there's just a little tease? Oh, I love it. It's kind of like that, except there's a diaper. So for people who are I don't love that. that. <laughs> but people, people, <laughs> thanks for ruining my point. <laughs> people, people who like that kind of tease, there's a pill for the skirt for that. I mean, but a lot of it just has to do with accentuating the point of being different, like in a different state of mind, I think, for a lot of people. I've asked my friends who are sissies, and a lot of them say, you know what, being in a dress just accentuates it that much more. Yeah, and and I and I have to say this. I think you did already emphasize this earlier on the podcast, but there is a difference between baby furs and sissy furs. Not much. There is definitely a gray area, but there there is a distinction between the two. Yep. All right. Well, uh, do we have anything more to say about baby furs? I thought you had a third email. That's not related to baby furs. Oh, now I'm sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you guys have questions about baby furs? You haven't asked any questions this whole this whole podcast, right? Well, don't we have another email? No, but that's not about baby furs. Yes. Oh. So we're wrapping up the topic for the main uh, the main topic. We're wrapping up the topic. <laughs> what? Anything else that you guys <laughs> want to say? I mean, like, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about history. I mean, I know we kind of said a little bit about it, but like, like, you guys have been part of the furry fandom for a long time. Like back when it was dial-up internet and we used floppy disks, <laughs> uh, and Windows ninety five was awesome. Dude, those were the days. <laughs> zip drives they hold more pictures. That's true. I had a lot of furry porn on my zip drives. Oh God, I remember 
um, back when I was uh, a kid, I was just getting into like the porn thing. I would go to the public library with my floppy, download like three pictures at a time. You'd go to the library with your floppy? With my, <laughs> with my floppy disk, put like, you know, like 10 pictures on it, go back to my home computer and put it on my like 20 gigabyte hard drive. So you went in with a floppy disk and came out with a hard disk. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. God. oh, oh came out with a stiffy. <laughs> Jeez. Um, History. What about it? How's the fandom changed over the years? I, Is I it know. good or bad? Because I've heard some people that have been part of the fandom for a very long time that have, you know, that, that don't like where the fandom's going right now. I... I, I... I think everyone wants to say something to this. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, everyone's nodding. Okay, well, then you'll be second. Okay. okay. Um, it's kind of become a thing um, that I used to run around con space, and I would just talk to people me everywhere. And now it's kind of become where we go into chill rooms, and every now and then the conversation comes up of, hey, you kids, get off my con! <laughs> you know, because the cons have changed a lot. In the Baby Fur context... Uh, it's become generally more accepting. Uh, the population of the group has grown a lot. I remember when it was like a little family and like there were like 15 of us. And <laughs> now there's so many. And uh, something that I've noticed in the in baby furs that have been around a long time, we've I've kind of chatted with a few of my friends. And there are nothing against them. You know, there are baby furs that are coming in that are much younger. I mean, I'm 26. I'm not 38 like I sound. And um, <laughs> But there are there are 18 and 19-year-old baby furs, and a lot of them are my good friends. And I, you know, just something will come along every now and then where it's like, oh, you have, like, Barney pajamas or something. And to me, Barney was, like, way beyond, you know, my age by the time I was there. And so it's kind of made me feel old <laughs> in, in a manner of speaking. Like, I'm part of, like, the... Oh, get off my con group. And, eh, you know, the fandom's changed and I've changed and grown up. But I, on the whole, I still love the fandom. And I really like how, especially FC, for some reason, tends to be the one that loves Baby First the most. Probably because we have the good parties. <laughs> um, but it, it's still fun and I still enjoy it. And, yeah, I think the change has been for the good overall. Good. Um, I've been in the fandom since uh, 1996. I uh, went to conference back when I was at the Buena Park Hotel. And I can tell you that people have been complaining about the new furs ruining the fandom from since the very beginning of the fandom. When I was in it, it was the plushophiles that were the big scapegoat. And, of course, they had the group called alt.fan.furry on this thing called Usenet. And the other name for it was alt.flame.furry. And there were constant flame wars going on about how the plushophiles need to be kicked out of the fandom and banned from conventions and they're 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 a bunch of perverts and we should just be drawing g-rated art of like human figures with animal heads or animals with human heads and the burned it was it, it's it's exactly the same stuff that goes on today it's just different you know different scapegoat for a while the baby first became the scapegoat but that appears to be fading now it's like i don't know who the current scapegoat is because uh, honestly I don't Foxes. care. Foxes. Yeah. Foxes have always been a scapegoat. <laughs> but it'd be really interesting to figure out what uh, is the new scapegoat in the fandom. Like, what is the new aspect or sub-community of the fan- Roy fandom that has been the new scapegoat? Poppy Furs. I think they deserve to be a scapegoat, honestly. Well, of course they do, but that's the scapegoat. All right. Poppy Furs. <laughs> Anyways. 
Well, for me, I, I haven't really been in the Phantom too long. I think 2004 was when I came in, and I was about 25 then, uh, 24, somewhere around there. And so I guess I was already a little bit more mature than, I guess, the younger kids coming in now. So from my point of view, I see all these, you know, younger kids coming in, and it seems like they bring a lot of the hatred and discrimination, you know, that, you know, that they get in high school or middle school. And it, I, I don't know. I mean, of course, maybe, you know, I was that way when I was their age, but that's my point of view. Um, I came in a little bit later in life, so I see all these young, immature kids, and it seems like it's become more of a fad than a fandom. Uh, kids are trying to get into this, you know, maybe despite their parents, um, but you see it everywhere. Uh, the fad of the furry has gone to Hot Topic. I mean, you can buy furry pajamas, oh, even geez. for little kids now. And it really seems all over the place, and, you know, it doesn't have that, I guess, um, yeah, like the family feel. Like it just seems a lot more mainstream now than uh, than it was a few years back. Yeah, definitely. I will say the feeling of family in the baby fur community has definitely dissipated. Like we still all know each other and we stick together, but there was definitely a stronger bond back in the day. Right, right. All right. Any comments? Back in the day, I sound so James. old. Okay. Um, well, we should read this uh, next email. Um he wants to be read anonymously. And um, he writes, Hi, blank here. I just want to say hi and that I'm extre- I extremely enjoyed the last episode about stereotypes and the ones previous. I am actually a local fur here in Utah and have actually stopped attending local meets over a year ago for reasons that pushed me away from the group and almost the fandom as a whole. Anyways, I just wanted to comment that the show actually made me want to come back, maybe to give it another go with the group and Orm, as the group seems to have become a lot more enjoyable than uh, from the few few that I've spoken with. Whether you choose to use this group for the show, uh, choose to use this for the show or not, is fine. I just wanted to say thank you for, uh, I guess, making me want to get involved with the group again. So thank you, Al. Thank you, Rue, and hopefully I'll be attending future meets and see you there. And uh, it was good uh, meeting you and. Hanging out with you. Yeah, that's me. I, I just got to interject with uh, Anonymous here. Good point. Um, Can we call him Bill? <laughs> yeah. Sure, let's call yeah. him Bill. All right, Bill. Uh, Bill. Uh, Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. <laughs> good seeing you. Good seeing you. No, uh, what was it? Tugs and I used to go to a couple of hangouts. There was, do we want to mention the old? Let's not name names, but we can name places. Well, anyway, we used to hang out at the Salt Lake Coffee House. Is that what it was? Salt Lake Coffee Company. Salt Lake Coffee Company. And uh, we'd always kind of get the the furry fandom there would always kind of get yelled at by Steph because they just didn't know how to turn down the volume of sexuality that the furry community had. Uh, I mean, we were talking about, you know, dry humping in the middle of a coffee shop while there was still patrons of non-furries being there. (laughs) Uh. And, And, you know... There were those people, and and there was a couple of good people in that uh, particular place. The awesome people said we got to tone it down a bit, uh, but the majority didn't listen. Honestly, I felt burned too. I stopped going. I know Tug stopped going. And basically, I, I don't know if that group's still around or if they've disbanded or not. But uh, you know, you, you've you've got to take the good with the bad, unfortunately. Um, but from what I'm gathering, the UFF is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Your new group? No, it's the Utah Furries. Utah Furries, just UF. UF. <laughs> Hot button. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but, I mean, it sounds like 
you know, again, you're going to have some bad seeds in, in, in most, if not all, communities, even the meeting places. But the best thing you can do is just continue going, get involved. Um, that's usually going to make you a lot more social, obviously. And you can actually get your place in and by saying some things like, you know, hey, leaders of this group, I don't appreciate this, this. You know, do what you can to change it. I'm uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure a couple more people are uncomfortable. It's the question that you never ask. Right. And, um, you know, if you're not comfortable with going to the group, still get to know some of the the, the members uh, of that group. And then you can hang out with the people that you enjoy that you know um, aren't guilty of the um, sins that you were discussing about, you know, and just hang out with them. You don't have to... Sounds so <laughs> sins. You don't have to be like disbanding the furry fandom altogether. Well, so. I'm pretty sure he wasn't saying he's going to disband the furry fandom right. altogether. It's just, it's just it, it it really does suck to go to a group and kind of go, man, these people are dicks, and I don't like anything that any of these guys do. So long, suckers. And it, it just kind of takes you out of the fandom in general. Uh, and it just kind of gives you a sour taste. And yeah, nobody wants that. You know, and I think it also yeah. has to come down to also having a maturity level. And I know with that particular group that you were talking about, they didn't have a minor rule. And um, one of the things that we've established in our group is that we do not allow minors. And we are very strict about the minor rule. You can bring a minor, but they have to bring their parent along to be able to, like, and I know how embarrassing that, <laughs> that is. That you know? covers like, Mom, Dad, I got a meeting tonight. Um, they dress up in animal costumes. Uh, <laughs> I'm a furry, it's and I'm gay. Great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and with that rule, you know, we haven't seen any minors at all. Um, come since we well, we've had I mean, one. we've had one. It, ha- it happened. We once. had we had a great like last year family member that his mom came along and he, she marched in the parade with us. Awesome. Yeah. And she so, went and handed water to all the first suitors and stuff like that. She and, did an amazing job. And I'm going to say this to anybody who goes to, whether it be the UF or wherever you go, whatever organization or group that you go, leave your drama at the door. Yeah. I mean, nobody likes to go to a party where there's that. You know, drama llama sitting over there in the corner going, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I. Oh, no, I was just going to interject and say that if you are a minor, please bring your mom and ask her to wear her nice fur coat. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though, to whoever, I don't even think she's ever going to hear me say this, but that mom, whoever you are, you're cool. We need more moms like you. And so if you know any other insecure moms, you better, like, infect them with whatever you have because... I wish I had more supportive parents, and to have that is really awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that wraps up the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, thank you for all our guests that came on. Yay. Let's thank give you. Give them a round of applause. Yay. So next time, <laughs> we're going to have a special episode. It's going to be a, a mo- Mother's Day episode. A Mother's Day episode. We're going to have two special guests. Um, we're going to have Elle's mom back on. And we're also possibly, and I'm pretty sure of this. We've actually we're have, secured her. Okay, we're going to have Yuriu's mother. You probably remember Yuriu from the last episode on Stereotypes. And we're going to have his mother along with us. So Yep, and it's going to be fantastic. And actually, this is actually going, because it's a Mother's Day episode, this is actually going to be released on uh, Sunday, on Mother's Day. Oh, sweet. And so... Uh, they'll give you some uh, stuff to listen to. So, hey, yeah, please send um, us some emails about mothers. Mothers. and It doesn't even really need to be about furries in general. Just We're just basically going to be talking about mothers. And- yeah, you know what, I mean, though? 
I think it'd be cool if people sent in letters and were like, my parents were cool with me being a furry. Yeah, whatever. like, it would be cool to have stories. Uh, so, like, thank, thank you letters type thing. Yeah, yes. that'd be awesome. It would be that'd cool be to have really that. Cool. So, if you have any stories of where your mom generally was accepting of the furry fandom and helped you succeed in it and helped you participate in it, send us uh, emails explaining the situation but not your dad because that's the father's day episode <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> also if you have any comments about this particular episode we want to hear it so please send it to cast it for what it's worth.com also join our facebook community we have a page and a group at for what it's worth on facebook and follow us on twitter at for what it's worth and you can find our website at www.forwhatitsworth.com also rate and subscribe on itunes under for what it's worth yep all right. Well, I've been Elias. And this has been Rue. And this has been For, for What, what it's, it's Worth. worth.